Good afternoon, everybody, uneducated economist here. So I keep having people ask me, are we in a recession or not? Now they hear on the TV that, you know, the officials are coming out saying this time is different and that we are not in a recession because there's low unemployment and the bankruptcies aren't kicking in and there's low foreclosures on mortgages and stuff like that. People aren't defaulting on their loans like at the rapid pace that you would typically see during a recession. And so they're trying to say that this time is different and that the recession isn't what it once was as far as using negative GDP growth for two quarters to indicate that recession. They're saying that that no longer exists and that they need to change the way they define what a recession really is. Now, you can change the definition of it, doesn't make it any different, right? Just because you go over to another foreign land and you blow it up and you call it a police action doesn't mean it wasn't a war, right? I mean, if you do that, that's a war type of scenario, but if you call it a policing action, then it's not a war. But that doesn't change the outcome of things. So just because like the officials come out and say, well, we're going to change the way that we decide what a recession really is, doesn't mean that you're not in a recession or that you're not feeling the effects of a recession, just like this is a police action and not a war, right? The effects are still the same. So when we look at what's going on right now, we have very low unemployment, like a very tight labor market, jobs market. And we really don't have those bankruptcies or massive defaults taking place like you would typically see during a recession. And so they're saying, well, because we don't have this massive defaulting taking place and we have this low unemployment or a really good jobs market, because of these two situations, then we couldn't possibly be in a recession. But it was completely papered over. So if you understand why it is that we have high jobs market or low unemployment and very low defaults taking place as far as like the bonds market or just, you know, people defaulting on their loans in general, we have to kind of look back to what has taken place over the last couple of years because of the stimulus packages that came out from the government. And mainly the one that I keep looking at and keep talking about is the corporate debt lending facility, that special purpose vehicle. To me, this whole like Everything that took place as far as the bailouts, the, the stimulus packages, the figuring out what they were going to do about dealing with this pandemic, all the stuff centers around that special purpose vehicle, that, that corporate debt lending facility. Now, there was 12 of these special purpose vehicles set up to backstop the entire financial market so that if anybody wanted to take out a loan, whether it be a credit card loan, a car loan, a house loan, whatever loan that they wanted to get, there was going to be a financial agency out there that was going to backstop it. And that mainly was the special purpose vehicle set up by the Federal Reserve and the Treasury Department. So now just think about this for just a minute. Because they handed out all the stimulus checks, which is short term, like, you know, if you give people a bunch of money, it's only a matter of time before they're going to filter through all that money, spend it all, even if they attempt to save it, it'll probably nickel and dime away, or it's going to get eaten away to inflation. Most of that stimulus money probably isn't still sitting in the hands of the consumer waiting to spend that into like some like driving economy, right? There might be some of it left over, but for the most part, most of it was spent. Now, the other part of the stimulus packages was setting up those special purpose vehicles. And that is really where I feel that the key to all this is starting to take place as far as like the, the unemployment numbers, the really low unemployment numbers, and the fact that we're not seeing a lot of defaults or bankruptcies taking place within the, within the corporations out there. And, at, and it comes down to those special purpose vehicles. Now, we know how the people were bailed out with the stimulus checks, 
But as far as the corporations being bailed out, like a lot of people don't really understand what it hap what had happened during the pandemic and the setting up of those special purpose vehicles. Because during a recession, what is the worst part about it, right? Everybody loses their job and then the government has to step in or the Federal Reserve and the government together have to step in and start bailing out these corporations, which pisses the people off something awful. Like they hate this idea. Right. But you don't hear anything about bailouts right now. You know why? It's because it already took place during the pandemic. When they set up that special purpose vehicle, they had set it up with a credible threat. Right. So they set up this special purpose vehicle, the Federal Reserve and the Treasury, which is an entity separated from the both the Federal Reserve and the Treasury. It's like its own company, so to speak. And they funded that company, that special purpose vehicle, that entity. It wasn't really a company with hundreds of billions of dollars and then put the narrative out there that they were going to be buying corporate debt. When that narrative got out there, when the people heard that the Federal Reserve was going to be picking the winners and losers, and even the Federal Reserve said that they were going to be buying the fallen angels, everybody, all not everybody, but a lot of the market investors started running into corporate debt, trying to front run the Federal Reserve. They heard that the Federal Reserve is going to be buying corporate debt, and that if they ran in there and bought that corporate debt before the Federal Reserve had a chance to, then they could sell that corporate debt off to the Federal Reserve for a profit. And so all these investors, all the all the markets started pouring into this into this corporate debt. And then on top of that, because the Federal Reserve was going into quantitative easing, they had lowered the treasury yields, right? So they're in there buying up these treasuries. It drives the price of the treasuries up. The yields come down. And that does not give a whole lot of room for investors to go to if they want a fixed income. They want that regular guaranteed yearly income that they get from the bonds. And the treasuries were paying such low yield that they really had no other place to go to except for taking on risk and going into the corporate debt. So now the investor is like totally confident, right? They want the higher yield, they find it in corporate debt, but because corporate debt is risky, they really don't want to go there. But then the Federal Reserve steps up and says, hey, we're going to be buying a bunch of corporate debt with the special purpose vehicle that we have set up. And the market was just like, ah, no worries. And they just started pouring into corporate debt. Well, what happens, right? These corporations all of a sudden get a lot of funding from it. What do you do with your funding? Well, if you don't buy back your own stock, then you're probably going to expand your company. Whether you buy more buildings, equipment, or hire more people, one way or the other, you're probably going to end up expanding your company. So not, excuse me, not only did the stock market rise, but then we also had these corporations that really started to increase as far as their capabilities go, especially when it came to hiring new employees. So this is really where I feel that a lot of the employees had gone to is that they ended up going into these corporations who simply should not be there. They're zombie corporations. But because of that special purpose vehicle and the credible threat that went with it and the market starting actually activity, their, their contributions into buying up this corporate debt, they sent they, they the market market itself sorry guys the market itself had actually funded these corporations they were the ones who bailed them out with the you know because of that that uh, credible threat coming from the special purpose vehicle so all the market had already contributed to the corporations who then in turn bought back their own stock driving the stock market up or they expanded their own company which increased the hiring rate so now all the viable companies out there who are really looking for employees, they can't find them because these zombie corporations are sucking up all that talent. You see, that's really where the employees went. Now, as far as the consumers go, you can already see the consumer is like panicked. 
right? They are not feeling good about anything going on out there. They're cutting back on their travels. They're cutting back on their expenses. They're complaining about the high food prices and their expectations are very concerning going into the future out there. But now you go and look at the Federal Reserve and you see what they are talking about. Well, they ended the forward guidance. Like take a look at the speech that I leave down in the description. And even Bowman, who is talking about like how she expects the inflation to continue and that they're gonna have to continue like lifting of interest rates. She says it in that, in that um, speech that they are no longer using the forward guidance. They're not gonna tell people about the increases that are gonna be coming even though they do expect increases to come. They're just not gonna tell people about it. They want people to believe that we are going to be achieving that neutral rate and that the interest rates won't be going any higher from here. That's the perception that they're putting out there for people. Now, what's gonna happen is, is that the inflation expectation is gonna start coming down, and I'll leave a link down in the description for that. It's already starting to happen. And as the inflation expectation comes down, the actual inflation will follow that because inflation expectation is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So as the inflation starts to come down, the Federal Reserve will have their opportunity to lower rates, but they're not gonna do it. They're gonna keep them elevated for an extended period of time. And they're gonna say that it's because of the 2% target that they're trying to achieve, but then they're gonna bring it up. We're not going for a 2% target. We're going for a 2% average. So while everybody is anticipating that the Federal Reserve is gonna reverse course once they get to their 2% target of inflation, they're not going to. They're gonna continue keeping interest rates elevated for an extended period of time. Just very much like the same reasonings that they were using to keep interest rates low while inflation was running hot. They said that, hey, we need to let inflation run extra hot, extra long for an extended period of time to make up for the fact that we've had inflation running under our 2% target for the last 10 years. Well, the same thing's gonna happen on the flip side. As the inflation comes down, they're gonna keep interest rates elevated to say, hey, we need to make up for the fact that we had inflation running so hot for the last two years. We need to have an average 2% inflation rate, which means that we need to keep the inflation or the interest rates elevated, even though inflation has come down so that we can have a long run average of 2%. Not a 2% target, which a lot of people are anticipating, but the 2% average that comes from it. So that's what I see coming from the Federal Reserve is that even if the inflation expectation comes down, which it is, they're going to keep the interest rates, the Fed funds level elevated, maybe even continue to, to increase them, which seems to be kind of what's in their wording of it, even though they say they're not going to do the forward guidance anymore, which leads a lot of people to believe that they are no longer going to increase their Fed funds level. But that's what's going to happen. They're going to continue to increase the Fed funds level. The inflation expectation is going to come down and people are going to start screaming at the Federal Reserve saying how much pain they are causing to the people on purpose. Even though their inflation target is back down at their 2%, they're going to keep in interest rates elevated and people are going to scream about that. But you're going to hear it here first that this is what we're talking about. They're going for a 2% average, not for a 2% target, which means that they will keep the interest rates elevated during a time of inflation expectations falling. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.